Hey everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we are here with our second headline of the week. As if, you, if you're going in chronological order, yesterday we released our Rittenhouse video. Today is going to be the Ahmad Arbery verdict, which came out um, at when you're seeing this a few days ago. It was before Thanksgiving. Um, this should be coming out on Saturday, this video that you're watching now. If you're listening to it on podcast form, same thing coming out on Saturday. Um, we're covering the verdict because it needs to be covered because we had this Rittenhouse case where it was a very polarizing case. A lot of people don't agree on it. Arbery, I feel, I feel like more people um, get this one. I, I've been saying yeah. this since it happened before the trial totally. that this was going to be the verdict. It should be the verdict. You and mm-hmm. I have spoken about it. I you was nervous. Thing. I was nervous because yeah. under the law, and this is what I really want to touch on. So I wanted to read the law, and this is what yeah, made break, me break it down. Let's it, get but, right into it. No reason yeah. to hold back. Yeah. So this case is 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 a little is is kind of old, but this is something that happened. Um, in in Georgia, with three men, they essentially kind of they they thought they had justifiable cause to go and try to find Ahmad Arbery because they thought there was burglary at these houses that were happening. They yeah, one specific house that they were like working on, right? Right, and so there were homes that were being worked on. They thought it could be Ahmad Arbery, so they were going and, and doing the citizens' arrest. And and I want to get into that law, but essentially, ultimately, what happened is as they're trying to stop Ahmad Arbery. And and I'm not saying that he was doing a burglary. The the initial stories was that he was just going out for a jog. I think that was shown that he wasn't just out on a jog. But these three men ultimately track him down, cut him off with guns, and he's unarmed, and go to stop him. And it ultimately leads to Ahmad Arbery being shot with a shotgun point blank point blank range and and killed. Mm-hmm. Um, the three men that uh. We're, we're following him, uh, Gregory McMichael, Travis McMichael, his son, and William Bryan Jr. Um, they've all been charged with murder. And they've all and been found guilty. They've all been found guilty of, of, of murder. murder. That's right. Their sentencing is still to come, but they could all be facing up to life in prison. Yeah, they're in trouble. I got to be honest with you. When this case first happened, I know you you covered it. Um, I just was like, what what are these guys doing? Why did they feel like they could do this? And I my biggest issue was with the law, was with the law that the citizen's arrest law, which I think... Was something that has been has been very was very old and created in a time where maybe there wasn't a lot of policing, but something that should have been stripped out. It shouldn't have been stripped out after Ahmad Arbery was killed. This should have been gone previously, um, and so it ultimately allows just citizens if they uh, like find something or they're suspicious of somebody to almost like do a citizen's arrest. Instead of calling the authorities, you know, get going through the proper procedures, like these citizens take it upon themselves to go and pull a citizen's arrest. And I'm like, when I first, because I never knew this was a thing until the Ahmad Arbery case, never knew it was a thing. And when I looked at this and I started reading law, I was like, how is this, how is this in here still? Like, why should a citizen feel like they should go with a gun to arrest another citizen? Why is that out there? You know, and so like you were somebody that's a cop. Um, I don't know if you and your there's definitely not. Was this in Rhode Island? Was this a, something no. that could happen in Rhode Island? Do they throw it? I out? mean, you can you can detain someone if they just committed a crime and you're able to detain them without you know putting yourself or anybody else in danger. But no, not like not like it is in Georgia. No, no. And the thing is, is like the whole claim to self defense on this one. It's like you guys tracked this guy down, you followed yeah. him, you cut him off in the street, Twice. and then oh now oh as he's trying to get around you guys, which you guys are not allowing him to get around you. Then you felt like you were, your life was in danger because he lunged for your gun. Like, yeah, 
what are we doing here? And then to claim self-defense, it's like, bro, you literally put your, that's like being like, you, you put yourself right in the middle of it. You, th- like, I don't know. This is one I, of those. I, I, yeah. This is ahead. definitely one of those situations where, and we just, if you're watching again in chronological order, we just covered Rittenhouse and we both said, you know, we agreed with the verdict based on the law. Um, but that was because the argument was over. Was he in fear for his life? And did he have a justifiable reason for being there in the first place? All this other stuff. With Aubrey, the whole argument that was being made by the three individuals was that they were witnessing someone committing a crime and they were trying to apprehend him while police were on their way. They didn't know for certain that Ahmad was even the guy who they had been seeing at the house. As it was laid out in court in his multiple videos, the owner was concerned about theft and all that, the person who owned the property. But there were Mm -hmm. multiple individuals that were going into that property when they shouldn't be, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, you said, the, you know, there was a narrative that Ahmad was out jogging. I don't believe that for a second that, you know, they just stopped him while he was running down the street jogging. I think they had seen him before in the area mm-hmm. in that house. They saw him again and he, without even knowing if he committed a crime, because you can make the argument he trespassed, but they mm-hmm. didn't see that. They didn't right. see him from what I understand, leaving that property. Mm-hmm. So they're they're basically being proactive for a crime that may have not even been committed and they're not police officers. So what is the sense of urgency here where you have to stop this individual without just allowing police to show up? And I think they made the argument like, oh, we wanted to stop him because, you know, we have called in the past and the police before they get there, the subject's gone. Too bad. That's too bad. Yeah. This is not this is not there's not a threat to someone's pr- life. It's it's a threat to the theft of personal property. Property like can be saw, replaced. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now I don't know if this is so in, in Rhode Island, say somebody saw a witness like a murder and they track this person down and then they get into an altercation. Are you covered in that? Do you think under the citizen's no, arrest law? No, you're not. Because again, you're not, that's not your job. You're not supposed to yeah. be out there tracking people down. And again, I'll even go as far as saying this. It's almost like a vigilante. It is. And, and, and I'll even go as far as saying that. Even if they saw him come out of the house and he had a hammer in his hands because he just stole it from the house. Call the police. Stay in your house. Mm-hmm. Let them do their job. You don't have to be a hero. Let them go. They'll catch him eventually, right? Him stealing a drill or a hammer isn't going to hurt you or your family, okay? I understand. It's not right if that's what he was doing. So I'm, And I'm not saying Ahmad was stealing from there, but I'm saying even mm-hmm. if he was, mm-hmm. you basically getting in a car with your your father or your son and chasing this guy down obviously he's not going to stop for you even if he did commit a crime would well, you he didn't no of course not right? you got like a guy I- sitting in the back of the truck bed with a shotgun and you're a black man in georgia i'm not stopping no way dude if no you're way. a white man in georgia if yeah, i'm driving too. around in georgia <laughs> and there's a dude in the back of the truck with a shotgun he's like hey were you buy that? I'm, I'm like, dude, yeah, you're, you're crazy right. if you think I'm stopping. No, you're I'm right. Moving. You're right. You're right. So yeah, take so, race even out of it. it you're, yeah. you're not, it's a scary situation for anyone. So it really doesn't matter to me what Ahmad was doing that day. That's irrelevant. The yeah, fact totally. is these individuals didn't know what Ahmad was doing either. And yet you can see from the video, they were, they were chasing him down. They tried to stop him once. He ran around it. They tried to stop him again. They're out of the truck with a with a shotgun. Ahmad obviously feels like his life is in danger, understandably so. And he he comes around the truck. 
They say that he lunged towards him, but I truthfully didn't even really see that. He kind of came around the truck. I don't even know if he knew the individual was there with the shotgun at that point. I mean, he kind of, it's kid, tough to know, but I mean, you know, either way, it's two against one. You got a shotgun and you shoot this man point blank in the chest. And I said it when I initially did this with um, Detective Christopher Anderson. He's a retired Alabama to homicide detective. You know, we, we were on board before any of the facts came out just based on the video, based on the fact that, you know, the crime in question was trespassing and larceny. This these actions do not justify chasing a man down for that crime. Now, if he was on the run because he just kidnapped a young child or murdered someone and you want to you can't let him escape. Maybe we're talking different, but you're chasing him down for a larceny and trespassing with a shotgun. Yeah, these citizens' arrest laws need to go. Yeah, and you are right. You said something earlier. There's a lot of laws that were written years ago that get kind of buried in in these in this paperwork and their technicalities now, but they and do usually need get to clean up, go back and clean up the law. And that's what I was worried about in this case, because honestly, if these guys would have got off on this, and you know, I guarantee you, there's going to be people out there that are going to be like, "Well, they're they should what? Why are they in the wrong?" It's like, let's like, I want to, I want everybody. That if you're listening to us, I want you to just take like your human, the human side of you to just look at a situation and not your political view, not what side of it you're on, not what your views are. Just take the human side of it. And it's like, why were, why should anybody feel the need to chase somebody down to this extent? Because they heard there was burglaries at these construction sites and, and this outcome happens can we just be human and just be like, that's not right. This law should not be in place. And this person, like this is, this is three guys chasing down another guy and ultimately killing the one guy. Mm -hmm. And they don't have any proof of what he was doing. hundred like, percent. These are the kind of things that should be like, I think everybody should have been like, dude, what is going on here? Why this, this guy, Ahmad Arbery should not be dead. 100%. Should not be dead. I don't care what, whatever you thought, even if he was, if he was, you know, robbing this house. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't matter. Come it's on. It's a vacant. It's a vacant building. You know, it's a vacant building. You know, mm -hmm. it goes back to again. We covered the Rittenhouse case, and we applied this template to that case as far as how you and I believe we should work as a society. Which is, mm -hmm. what can we as a society do to learn from these situations and become better? Mm -hmm. And is there common ground to be found? Well, with Rittenhouse, we said there's two sides to it. That's a very polarizing case. Ultimately, what is the what can we do to make this situation not happen again? You and I said basically, hey, stop burning, you know, destructing prop, destroying property, burning down buildings, and then hopefully you have these other individuals not showing up with rifles trying to play hero, right? Mm -hmm. In this case, I'd like to think it's a little bit more clear cut, and the majority of the people out there, unlike Rittenhouse, would all agree if you have common sense that this was wrong, mm -hmm. and this there has to be a precedent set. Where if you try to take the law in your own hands like this and something you end up killing someone, you're going to prison for the rest yeah. of your life. It's going to deter yeah. people from doing it in the future. And I think that's something that the majority of this country can mm -hmm. get behind. However, yeah. just like in the last episode, I'll say it again if you didn't listen to that one. I want you to go out there, do your own homework, and look at everybody reporting on these cases. All of them. Rittenhouse. Arbery and and also the the Wisconsin parade, the Christmas parade, which we're going to cover next, because what you will find is a lot of these people will cover certain cases at nauseum. 
mm-hmm. retweeting every single thing out there, constantly, you know, posting about it. And then something else will happen that's equally wrong and they won't say anything. And I want you to be that reasonable person because ultimately we are the majority to mm-hmm. say, I'm not listening to that person anymore because they have an agenda. They're not just going what's right and what's wrong. They're going what's right and what's left, right? What's What supports their political agenda, right. their per- whatever it is, that's how they, that's the lens that they look at things. Mm-hmm. We don't want to let those people control mm-hmm. this country. Yeah. And that's what, that's what the theme of this is Mm -hmm. because people will politicize and use these cases to push their own agendas. We, which are the the reasonable people out there have to come together and go, no, we know it's right. We know it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And this is wrong period, regardless of what your political or personal beliefs are. That's what we, that's where we got to go. We have to take the country back and do that. Yeah. I agree with you, man. The country has gone too far political on everything and it's, it's polarizing and it's, it's actually dividing us and it's, it's creating so much division that like as of right now i don't see the middle ground anymore where who's it's doing like, that you know, though who's doing that cody the media the media and our politicians mm-hmm. yeah well our politicians i think are in bed with the media so one thousand percent you know one thousand percent so sad it really and is again so i think most people are normal people that just want everyone to get along and want safety for them and their families so mm-hmm. you know we got to just come you together want criminals start- not to be able to be out on the street which will lead us right. to our next one because <laughs> yeah. then situations could stop could have been stopped in the first place right I agree. And then also, you know, when we do have a situation where there's an injustice, which there have been, especially involving police, there's a way, there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. We have to perfect that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand that as protesters, you want to be heard. Mm -hmm. You can be heard. There's ways to do it. There's ways to do it the right way. Voting. We've seen it, right? Mm -hmm. People didn't like Trump. Ultimately, there was a vote. He's out. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you Mm -hmm. make change. So whether you agree with it or not, that's how you do it. And I think we just got to keep moving forward. I, I do feel like there's a change on the horizon where people are starting to see that when these incidents occur, these politicians and the certain media outlets are using the, that that situation to support their cause. Man, I don't know. I think that people are so blinded. I said it last in the last episode. It's just people care more about their truth than the truth. Yeah. Um, that's a, uh, and I think that it's just, it's, it. it's causing the division to just never end. Cause if I'm talking about the truth to you and all you care about is your truth and what your opinion is, then we can never have a conversation because then if you fire back truths with me to me and I'm like, well, you know what? Yeah, you're kind of right. I may not even allow you to have that moment because I'm going to be like, you're just so stupid that I'm not even going to give you the satisfaction of thinking you got me on something. Even though you did. Yeah. Even though you did. Yeah. And that's where I think we are now. Well, To summarize, because I think we're at the end here, right? I mean, ultimately, Mm -hmm. our our thoughts and prayers are with Ahmad's family. And none of this is going to get him back. These guilty. I think what people don't understand is that these three men being found guilty and ultimately serving a life in prison doesn't bring Ahmad Arbery back to his family. His family will never get to hear him again, never get to see him again, never get to see him grow up. He was 25. He's had a fraction of his life to live and his family will never see him again. And so that's what that ultimately these men, I do... This was the right thing to do, but it doesn't bring a mod back. And I think no. that we need to figure out ways so that we're avoiding, which I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get to that, like avoiding these situations from even happening. I think it does start with people like you and I, people around this country coming together and saying, regardless of our personal or political beliefs, we know what's right and what's wrong. This was wrong. And these individuals, regardless of what their intent was behind it, um, 
they deserved to be found guilty. They committed a crime. They took a man's life that didn't need to be taken. And unfortunately for them, they're going to have to answer for it now. It's that simple. Um, Anything else? No, guys, if you guys are uh, enjoying what you're seeing here, be sure to uh, subscribe to the channel and turn on those bell notifications. All right, guys, be safe out there. We appreciate you joining us here on the Winner Circle. We will see you next week.